Alhamdulillah. All praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is one and unique. All praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is As-Samad, the one whom all the creation turns to. All praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the first and the last. My dear brothers and sisters, the reason that all of our young brothers and sisters are here today is because of a national festival that takes place. And that is the festival of Christmas. And it is a good opportunity for us after Surah Al-Ikhlas to tell our young brothers and sisters about the reality of the Prophet Jesus Christ, about the reality of who Jesus Christ is and why we as Muslims love Jesus Christ and why Jesus Christ is our Prophet and how our beliefs are different than the beliefs of those around us. This is the right time to tell our young brothers and sisters of this great man and this great personality and what we believe about this man and what and how our beliefs are different from the other beliefs. Because many of our young children, they ask us, why don't we celebrate Christmas? Why can't we have a Christmas tree? Why can't we do this and we do that? And to this we respond that my dear brothers and sisters, Allah has made different people upon different religions. And each person should follow his own religion, especially when they believe this religion is right. Yes, my dear brothers and sisters, we tolerate other beliefs and we allow others to believe as they want to believe Islam. Islam does not force anybody to believe anything. But we do believe in the truth that Allah is one. And we say that anybody who believes other than this is wrong and mistaken in this regard. And we do not preach intolerance. We do not preach hatred of others. But we do preach that Allah is one. And anybody who believes other than this, they are mistaken in their belief. And it is up to them and Allah will decide their fate. But our job is to preach. And our job is to tell others our beliefs. And it's their job if they want to listen or if they don't want to listen, that's between them and Allah. So we tell our young brothers and sisters that every religion has its own has its own days of celebration, its own holy days. Buddhists don't celebrate festivals of Islam. So we don't celebrate Buddhist festivals. Christians don't celebrate the, the, the festivals of the other religions like Zoroastrianism and Hinduism. And similarly, we as Muslims, we do not celebrate the holy days of other religions because by celebrating those holy days, it's as if we are celebrating the concept behind the holy day. And for many Christians, the 25th of December is the celebration of the birth of a man they call the son of God. And we don't believe God has a son. So if we were to celebrate that day, it's as if we too are saying, oh, we believe that God has a son. And we don't believe that God has a son. So we say to them that we are not going to celebrate on this day, even though, of course, our religion teaches us good manners. And we can say to them a, a, a generic uh, statement such as, uh, may God bless you, such as uh, may God guide you. We should not say Merry Christmas because these phrases could be problematic. We don't want to bless Christmas. We don't believe in Christmas. We don't believe Jesus Christ was, uh, was the Son of God and we're celebrating His birth in that manner. But we can say something generic such as, may God bless you, such as, uh, happy day today. Something like this that doesn't use the word Christmas, doesn't use any Christian uh, slogan or Christian phrase. We can make a generic phrase and we as Muslims, it's a good opportunity to tell the, the people around us that we also believe in Prophet Jesus. So much so that no Muslim can be a Muslim unless and until he loves the Prophet Jesus and he believes in Jesus Christ and it is completely permissible to say Jesus Christ because Jesus Christ is the Latinized version of Al-Masihu Isa. Al-Masih is Christ means the one whom Allah has anointed. Masih means the one Allah has wiped. Masah had to wipe. 
anointed. He's been chosen. And Christos is the Latinized of Christ, of, of sorry, of, of Al-Masih. Christos is the one who's been anointed. So they say Christ is Masih. This is the English or the Latin translation. And Isao, which is the Aramaic of Isa, when they translated it to Latin, it became Jesus. So there's nothing wrong with saying Jesus Christ. He is Christ. He is Masih. And Allah calls him in the Quran, Al-Masihu Isa ibn Maryam. More than eight times in the Quran, Allah says, Al-Masihu Isa, Jesus Christ. So we can say Jesus Christ, and we should say that Jesus Christ is our prophet. And we love him, the true love. And no Muslim is a Muslim until he believes in Jesus Christ. And do you know, my dear brothers and sisters, that Jesus Christ has been blessed in ways that no other prophet has been blessed with. Allah gave him so many blessings. He is one of the mightiest prophets. He is one of the best prophets ever to walk on the face of this earth. And we believe that Jesus Christ was given to the greatest woman, he gave, that the greatest lady ever to ever appear in the history of humanity. See, she is such a noble lady that we have a surah in the Quran named after her. And the angel told her, and her name is of course Maryam, the mother of Jesus. The angel told Maryam that Allah has chosen you above all other women. And Maryam السلام, was the most righteous of all ladies in the history of humanity. And then of course there are other ladies similar to her or a little bit lower than her. But no doubt the number one lady is Maryam alayhi salam. So we should tell the Christians that Maryam or Mary, we respect her more than any other woman. And our Prophet Muhammad commanded us to respect her. And he said that four are the women that have perfected their iman. And he began with the list with Maryam. Then he went on with Asiya and Khadija and, uh, and Fatima. But the list began with Maryam alayhi salam. And she is the only one that is mentioned by name in the Quran out of these four. By name, she is the only lady that is mentioned out of these four. And we believe that one of the reasons why why she was made so holy and so pure was that when she made when she conceived a child when she became pregnant any other lady her character would have been doubted her character would have been doubted how could you become pregnant when you're not married it is a sin in islam to to do these acts that result in, in pregnancy. It is a sin to fornicate. And any lady, when she becomes pregnant and she's not married, then clearly this is a problem. She must have done a sin. So when Maryam, and she is so pure, becomes pregnant, she is the only lady that when she says, I didn't do anything, she will actually be believed. She will actually be believed. And to add to the miracle, Jesus Christ was one of the only children in the history of humanity who spoke from the cradle. He spoke when he's a newborn infant. And it is narrated that one or two other people also spoke. But Jesus Christ was the only one who gave like a sermon. He gave a khutbah. Others, they spoke one word or two. It is mentioned one or two other children, Allah blessed with the miracle of one word, maybe a pointing or a, a sign. But Jesus Christ, it is as if he gave a whole sermon. And he told the people all around gathered that Allah has sent me. I am a prophet that you should worship Allah, pray to him. Allah has told me to be good to my mother. He's giving a khutbah, a sermon as a one day old baby and no other child ever did this in the history of humanity and this clearly showed the people that he is a messenger of God and Jesus Christ 
he performed miracles the likes of which no other prophet ever performed he as we know from the Quran he healed the leper he cured the one who was born blind he resurrected the dead by the permission of Allah he created life by the permission of Allah he blew into a clay bird and the bird became a living bird no other prophet did these types of miracles all of this was done to show the status of Jesus Christ and yet still Despite all of these signs, the people whom he was sent to rejected him. They became arrogant and they said, we're not going to believe you're a prophet. So much so that they plotted to try to kill him. And they went to the governorship. They went to the people that were in charge and those were the Romans. And they issued false allegations. They lied about this man so that the Romans would capture him and the Romans would kill him. And the Romans indeed attempted to capture him. But we believe, and this is where our narrative changes from the narrative of Judaism and Christianity. Christianity. The other two religions believe that somebody died on the cross. We believe that Jesus Christ, Isa, was never put on the cross. We believe that somebody else was transformed to look like Jesus Christ. And this person was the traitor who betrayed Jesus. And his name in the Christian tradition is Judas Iscariot. He was the traitor. He was the one who tried to backstab Jesus. And Allah punished him by making him look like Jesus when the Romans entered. So when the Romans entered the garden, then Judas became transformed into Jesus. And they thought he was Jesus. So they captured him and they killed him a miserable death. They never killed Jesus Christ. What did Allah Allah do miraculously the angels came down and just and raised Jesus Christ and he is the only human who was raised up while alive and we believe he is still alive to this day not on earth a life that is up there a life in the heavens how we don't know but he's up there and he is alive and we believe something that will shock many Christians we believe he will come back like many other Christians believe that there's the second coming of Jesus, we believe he will come back as well. But the difference is that when they kill Jesus, the many Christians began to believe that, oh, he must have been something more than human. He must have been superhuman. And then some of them even said he is the son of God. And then eventually this group that said he's the son of God, they won over the other groups and this became Christianity. But the true followers of Jesus Christ never believed he was the son of God. The true followers of Jesus Christ knew he was a prophet and a messenger. And our prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi came to affirm the same message. And we believe that Jesus was a great man and a prophet, but not the son of God, because God does not have a child. God does not have a son or daughter. Allah says in the Quran, how can he have a son when he doesn't have a wife? There's nobody equal to Allah. How can, when you have somebody who is a husband and wife, they have a child. Allah is saying, How can he have a child when there's nobody that is equal to Allah to have a wife, to have a family with? And my dear brothers and sisters, having a family is a perfection for us because we die. When we die, we want somebody to live our name, to keep the family name alive. In the case of Allah who never dies, he doesn't need children. In the case of Allah who never dies, he doesn't need children. And it is mentioned by one of our famous theologians of the 4th century, his name is Imam al-Baqillani, that he was invited by some Christians of a foreign land for a debate. So he went, and it's a very long story, I'll just tell you one line in it, that as soon as he entered, he uh, commented to the priests that uh, he asked them a question, how is your wife and how is your children? And we all know that priests don't get married. 
So the priests got insulted and they said, Don't you know that in our religion that men of God are too holy to have a wife and have a child? Don't you know you're insulting us by asking me how my child is? I don't have a child. So Al-Baqillani said, If you think you're too holy to have a wife and child, why do you ascribe it to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he has a child as well? Why do you ascribe it to Allah when you think you're too holy to, to, to cohabit and be with a woman and have a child? You think you're better than this? Even though in our religion, a man should have a family, right? Because we are men, we are humans. And Allah doesn't have a family because He doesn't need a family. We need families because we want love, we want warmth, we want comfort, we want children to take over after us. Allah is unique. Allah is one. He doesn't need a cousin or daughter or uncle or, or son. And that's the point of our religion. Jesus Christ was a great prophet. He never claimed to be the son of God, much less one of a trinity. So my dear brothers and sisters, we as Muslims believe in Jesus Christ. And we believe we are the true followers of Jesus Christ. This is another point, my young brothers and sisters, that we need to understand. Do not think that Christians follow Jesus and we follow Muhammad. This is wrong. We follow Jesus and Muhammad We follow Moses and Abraham. We are the ones following all of the prophets of Allah. And others who say that Jesus is the son of God have mistaken. They have misunderstood. They are not following the actual teachings of Jesus Christ. My young brothers and sisters in Islam know that Jesus Christ is our prophet. And we are the true followers of Jesus Christ. And our prophet Muhammad said that when Jesus returns back to this earth, earth he will judge by the sharia by the laws of islam and his own followers will recognize that they made a mistake and they will then embrace the true faith and that is monotheism that is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is one my dear brothers and sisters in islam surat al-ikhlas teaches us that our lord is one lord our god is one god it is such a simple belief and yet so many other religions don't believe in this our job is to qul to preach to others that we have one perfect God. He is unique. All other beings must turn to Him. He doesn't have a child, nor is He begotten, and there is nothing similar to Him. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us of those who preach this message, who believe this message, who teach this message. Allahumma inni da'in fa'aminu. Allahumma la tada'na fi hadha yawmi dhamman illa ghafartah, wala hamman illa farrajta, wala daynan illa qadayta, wala maridan illa shafayta, wala asiran illa yassarta. اللهم اغفر لنا ولإخواننا الذين سبقونا بالإيمان ولا تجعل في قلوبنا غلا للذين آمنوا ربنا إنك رؤوف الرحيم اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم من أرادنا أو أراد الإسلام والمسلمين بسوء فاشغله بنفسه واجعل تدميره في تدبيره يا قوي يا عزيز عباد الله إن الله تعالى أمركم بأمر بدأ به بنفسه وثنى بملائكة قدسه وثلث بكم أيها المؤمنون من من جنه وإنسه فقال عز من قائل عليما إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل وسلم وبارك وأنعم على عبد الكوسولك محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين عباد الله إن الله تعالى يأمر بالعدل والإحسان ويتائد القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعظكم لعلكم تذكرون اذكروا الله العظيم يذكركم واشكروه يزد لكم ولذكر الله تعالى أكبر وأقم الصلاة Are you tired of all these annoying ads on YouTube? Are you worried that a haram video might pop up? Well, the One Islam TV app is here to solve these problems, inshallah.
The One Islam TV app is 100% free of any ads and is safe to browse for your peace of mind. Watch or listen to lectures and lessons while you work, rest, or drive with your device switched off. Watch videos on demand or download videos and watch offline. Watch hundreds of high-quality produced Islamic reminders, Quran learning videos, stories of the prophets, and so much more. Two to four new videos uploaded daily, inshallah. One Islam TV is 100% run and owned by Muslims, which means a small amount you pay for your subscription is a sadaqah jariya, continuous charity for you as we use the funds raised to continue producing more beneficial videos and reminders. Inshallah. The One Islam TV app is now available on Apple devices, Apple TV, Android devices, Android TV, Amazon Fire TV, and Roku. So you can watch on most devices and smart TVs. Download now for a free 7-day trial. May Allah reward you for supporting our work.